Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Shibocast with me, Paul. Me, Dan. I'm Cameron. Off, up, I had to bring up a picture, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> it's almost the same. I'm Dan. This is oh, our last ever Dan. episode. <laughs> 10 episodes, that's all of it complete. Season 1 done in the bag. I took no a big bite of food then and I was like, oh, wait, no, I've got to say my name in like five seconds. <laughs> say my name, say my name. Haha. <laughs> Very good. I didn't get the reference. Is it it's a song? song. It's from the Three Doctors, which is what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, how how's everyone' week been? Delightful. Terrible. Oh, what's wrong? Uh-uh. R- remember last week when we were recording? I dropped my phone. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, a couple of days later, I was in my room until eleven at night, and then I thought I'll go down, watch a bit of telly. I walked into the kitchen, dropped my phone, and it smashed. And it's cost me 250 quid to get it fixed. You had a COVID test as well. What? Oh, yeah. I got a COVID test, and um, I wish it came back positive now, (laughs) because that phone thing really did kick me in the bollocks. (laughs) Uh, If if it came back positive and I still smashed my phone, the phone would still be worse. (laughs) I've, I've I've not had a great week either, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, uni started again, and it's a absolutely messed me about fucking nightmare. I bet it is. What a nightmare! Got any face to face ones? Um, yeah, there's like a few of the workshops are face to face, but we, we were scheduled for some, and then I think it was like a Wednesday or something. They went, ha, no, and then just <laughs> everything's online now for the entire semester. Probably mm-hmm. the entire year. What a waste. Yeah, my it, the issue is the timetable has been an absolute shit show. Oh. Um, I still not, you get it? I've, I haven't got the full thing yet. Fucking hell. And we've, I've done the first week of uni. <laughs> oh. I've had to actually like go through like hundreds of emails and like different websites and stuff and piece together my own timetable, which I've got up there Jeez. on the wall. It yeah. could be worse. You could be having to self-isolate. <laughs> like, a lot of the Glasgow one is, isn't it? Um, yeah, the Glasgow one, and also the posh student accommodation here at Edinburgh is isolating as well. Ah, uh, but they can go fuck themselves because they're the yeah. bastards. Yeah, all the yards in Pollock, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Cameron, how's your week been? Uh, same as normal, really. I've been watching Sarah Jane all week. I've Got like halfway oh, so through the last great, episode, then. I had to go record this. Sarah Jane, Sarah Jane's that girl, you know, down the road, doesn't she? Didn't she get a restraining order on you to stop watching her? I forgot. If they didn't want me watching, they wouldn't have the tree in the back garden still. <laughs> <laughs> it's Amazon's fault for making the drone so cheap. They, they shouldn't have made. <laughs> they shouldn't have made the cat flap so big. <laughs> It's not my fault they have primitive locks on the doors. I do have a lock. Honestly, I, don't, I think we can all agree Sarah Jane is good enough um, that if you want to go and carry on watching it, we wouldn't mind. You can just piss off if you want. Yeah. We'd understand. Um, I've got, speaking of lockpicking, please cut this. I've got a lockpicking gun. <laughs> this will not be... Keeping this of in. course you do, Cameron. That's how you got in. <laughs> I have a proper like pick that as well somewhere, but I don't know where it is. 
which is a bit off-putting. <laughs> but yeah. So well, how has your week been, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Great content. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. <clears throat> and you're welcome. Thank and you for welcome. listening. <laughs> that is the end. That's everything. Bye. Oh crap! Your mini eggs. Your mini eggs. Yeah. Your mini eggs in, in almost October. Uh, oh yeah, I should probably update you. I've I've finished that three kilograms of Smarties uh, I had last week. I Four still have some of my three kilograms of mini eggs, but <laughs> me, me and my flatmate, we absolutely demolished them. They are gone. Anyway, should we move? Should we get, get move on? Anything else to say? Oh, um, I should. Um, um, sorry, I completely forgot because I was doing a funny. I have actually got up oh. to stuff this week. Um, I made, I made a theme tune for. Uh, you know, how last week we talked. We talked about bug hunt. <laughs> oh the, yeah. Um, audio, yeah. Um, with, with Helen Mirren. The, the, yes, <laughs> with <laughs> the Wirren, controlled by Helen Mirren. Um, and they did their third episode is out now. It's called Retrieval of the Daleks. Uh, the Dal- oh, I need to go and listen to that. The Dalek voices are really good, um, and the theme tune's pretty fine, if I do say so myself. It turned oh, out, uh, considering I did it in one night, it turned out quite well. Um, <laughs> so go listen to that, you turds. And um, <clears throat> do you want to crack on with the news, Dan? Should we crack on with the news, Dan? I think, Dan, I think we should crack on with the news. What about you? Let's play play the theme. Theme tune. The news. Um... Um... Uh, Okay, first of all, because Paul insisted... Uh, Paul, Paul kept insisting this was in fact news, um, so I've put it in. Uh, the Dalek Protocol has got a cover. Uh, this isn't news. Are you happy now, this? Paul? I don't you put you kept putting it in the group chat, and you kept you kept insisting that this was news. I remember saying it, but I don't already, that there's now a picture for a thing we've already discussed. It's the Tom Baker thing. Yeah, yeah. this isn't news, oh, and okay. I'm moving on. It is, it is the nice cover, though, isn't it? Is this the, all right. the 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 uh, the news that? Very the... nice. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, cover that. It's that is news. Yeah, it's cover got a cover. cover. It's got a cover. That's it. No, the it, Tom it, Baker it, thing. It, it's our recurring segment. Cover that cover where we Wait, cover the mean... new big finish cover of the week. <laughs> I've got Wait, Dan, do you mean leg. do you mind do you mean the the fossil? Yeah, oh, he's not I that did... old. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have that in the news, but I would rather discuss that over the Dalek Protocol having a cover. Do it then. Okay, do you want to discuss it? Yeah. Tom Baker had a fossil named after him. What so do you they, think about they that? Found, they oh, found were Tom you Baker's not going to include that in the news? No, I told you specifically to include that. It's not Doctor Who news. I don't think. It's Tom you Baker White. If Tom Baker died, would that not be Doctor Who news? That would be Doctor Who news. Cameron, I ignored it twice. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. What can I say? You can't predict me. Uh, 
Do, oh yeah, do we have anything to say about the fact that Tom Baker had a fossil named after him? It's cute. Um, what cool, fossil but... was it, Tom? I don't know. Yeah, please read well, out. I'll do your research name. next time. Oh, would you go <laughs> fuck yourself next time? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever pronounces it correctly wins. <laughs> I think I'm getting more passive aggressive as this as the new segment goes on. I love it. Oh, here's a Daily Mail article about the fossil. First one I could find. I'll be honest, Why I don't you just follow the link in the news chat? Because. Shut up. So it's a trilobite. Uh, Bleeming trilobites. <laughs> Friday right. night and a reference stuff. Gravy Calamine. It's the Gravy Calamine Bakery. Who's listening That's to gorillas in the group call? Oh, Dan. Yeah, Dan's got fucking. <laughs> um, Do you have gorillas on every time we record? On? I just I have music on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to music while we record? Mm-hmm. Alexa, play Brandon. Does, does this no. count as news? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I count this as news. Are there uh, any other news? There is other news. There's, there's some real news that I can get onto if you want. Yeah. Go Be for good. it. Uh, first one, a little quick. It's not really a little quick. It's just some news. Um, the the Winter Paradox, uh, a book of Doctor Winter Who. Time Winter Time Paradox. Winter, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, it is Winter Time Paradox. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Everything we know has been My reputation has been shattered. <laughs> Like the glass ceiling. Yep, this is uh, a book of Christmas anthology Doctor Who stories written by Dave Rudin. I don't think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Rudin? Rudin? Dave Rudin? Yeah, it's a series of 12 Christmassy Doctor Who stories. Uh, Including, I wasn't expecting this, one featuring the Plasmavores from Smith & Jones. Amazing. Oh my god. I've pre I hope they all have a straw with them. <laughs> like it wasn't just you with an old woman, they all have to stick a straw in like the neck. <laughs> but the, but it it's it's like a global warming message, so they're all paper straws now. And it just makes no, it so much more difficult. No. Like, I've even got, the I've got with a metal straw, why can't you? I mean, I've got opinions about Paper and metal straws. Paper straws. Like well, well, my cat really likes playing with paper straws. <laughs> so every time I go to the cinema, they give me two because, in case it like breaks or dissolves or whatever, but yeah. I can use one or just like drink it like a normal cup. Mm-hmm. So I bring one home and just let my cat play with it, and she has hours of fun with a paper straw, but not the fucking expensive toys. <laughs> so here. Here's the thing. This is great content for a Doctor Who podcast. Um, Go on. Here's the thing about plastic straws. So really, they have no effect on the total plastic in the ocean. But they are basically just a thing that big companies and governments can go, look, look, we've got rid of plastic straws, so we sorted everything out now, so you don't have to like make us do anything for the actual things that are affecting the environment. Like... You get companies replacing, getting rid of all the plastic straws, but when it's the real thing that affects ocean plastics is fishing and ocean liners that drop into the ocean, which accounts for 70% of all plastic in the ocean. 
But um, what what about all the whales and the turtles and the sea devils? They're they're all they're all getting annoyed by the the cruises and the and and the fishing that dumps all the plastic in the ocean. Plastic straws accounts for less than what point of a percent. Less than point one of a percent is it what it, plastic plastic straws account for? And the second thing is, um, plastic no paper and metal straws make it really really difficult for disabled people with mobility issues to consume liquids and foods. The real reason, like one of the main reasons, we need. <laughs> what are you doing there? What what's this? Yeah, what are you doing? You mentioned sea devils and this immediately came <laughs> to your mind. <laughs> Even that the so laser much. or something. It's just what plays when they come out every time they show up on screen. Just... <laughs> Terrible. So in conclusion Sorry, disabled people. Go on. Getting rid of getting rid of plastic straws is a way for governments and large corporations. To pretend they're doing something about the environment when they're actually not, and same, fuck over disabled people same, who can't same eat. Same with the uh, putting a pride flag on their logo. Ex yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so what that you're really saying is, me off. it's a way for the government to do nothing but also fuck over disabled people. Isn't that the yes. Tory party manifesto? I'll yeah, drink love to that. that. <laughs> we got our country back, though, didn't we? We got our country back. Get them out. Gammon. But it, oh, that one thought, let's send all of those terrorists to Guatemala Bay. <laughs> Guacamole Bay. Guatemala. It is a holiday anyway. resort in the Caribbean. Guacamichael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just explosions everywhere. This is a great oh, thing. Shall we get back to the bar. news? <laughs> Absolute Bayham. What's the say? Bayos. He's Bayos. Uh, is there anything to say about the Christmassy Doctor Who stories? Fun time. I really like straws. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm very excited for that book. Um, mm. apparently his yeah. other ones really good as well. Twelve Weeping Angels. Mm. So I might yeah. buy that. Mm. But um, I'm gonna buy four Doctor Who books over the next three months. Mm. So I'm I'm not gonna buy it until yeah. I've read them all. Mm. I'm very bad. Oh, he's also and um. Here's the time of Victoria's news for this week. Yeah. Um, Dave Rudden is also writing uh, a time of Victoria's tie-in for the Doctor Who website. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There it is. I snuck it in. We snuck in Time Lord Victorious. Yeah. I mean, there is oh, um, more classic. Time Lord Victorious stuff. <laughs> there is actually. Wait, this week? I, I can yeah. think of at least one more. But... Wait. Yeah. What have yeah. I missed? Um, is it the comic creator? No. Oh. There's two more bits. That's not news. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the bit about the short story that came out. Oh, oh. in the newsletter. Yeah. Do you want to leave that then? Um, not a short, short story, just the news. A short story came out as part of the Doctor Who newsletter. It's called The Dawn of Kotara? I may be pronouncing that wrong. If I am, don't care. Um, it looks interesting. <laughs> you can probably find it online somewhere. It was very, very highly guarded secret of go to this website and put in the password dark times and you can read the story. Did you see that 99p 
comic that they released about Brian and Brian the Ude. It's a comic, comic creator comic, but you pay 99p yeah. for it. Yeah. It's just fucking shit. It's huh. so bad. Did you buy it? No. Oh. I got it. Because all, all someone did was they just screenshotted everything. One of us is going to have to. So you can just view it for free anyway. No, no. One of us who, has to buy it. Who is Brian the Ood? He's the assassin Ood from Time Lord Victorious. What is Time Lord Victorious? What is Time Lord Victorious? Let me take you back to the summer of 08. Well, 69. Um, <laughs> if, have we met him yet in anything? Um, no. Time Lord Victorious. Alright, go fuck yourself, Paul. What's that? <laughs> he's, he's not been in anything I've read. Do you know the, the bit about the Ood that really rubs my rhubarb the wrong way? Probably his hands. Right. <laughs> Do you know the he way... might be using the globe. They're so keen that it's right a peaceful way. species that every time you see them, they're up to some evil shenanigans. Every time. Apart from, like, the two-second cameos and, like, the end of time. But, like, every episode they're in, they're like, the Ood have turned evil again, like, every time we see them. What are we talking about? I'm like, oh, shock of shocks, the Ood are evil again. What? I know. Anyway, Time Lord Victorious News. <laughs> what was the story in the news that I wrote about? Oh yeah, but um, the Ood we see on having a shit and Amy and Rory's house is evil. That's the one exception. We don't know. He might brought the toilet. That wasn't the answer to my question. Did, but, um, he, he, he might not have wiped properly. <laughs> so I wonder what Ood shit looks like. Spaghetti. Blue. <laughs> I was thinking that. So, um, here Blue, are the news article for Dan. There's some new Hello. figures coming out. No, there is. that's my next story. Well, I'm sorry, the next we were, story. I'm you were talking away. about ood shit. I had to change subjects. Let me. Well, um... tell me to change. <laughs> you were doing that, to be honest, Dan. Anyway, yeah. as I was saying, <laughs> the next batch of character options, Doctor Who figures, uh, come in October. Like, you like getting them? They're coming. They're mostly short. In October. If I'm there's more Time Lord Victorious news. There's nothing new sculpt wise. There's not, more, there's there's not more Time Lord Victorious news, Paul. <laughs> they announced some new Time Lord Victorious figures as well. Oh, the oh. fourth Doctor looks terrible. <laughs> Have you seen that? The fourth Doctor looks like the Queen. They all look terrible. <laughs> no, no they all look a bit weird. Things, but they all look bad. Except the Thardis, which looks phenomenal. Yeah, it's not. I, I think the Daleks look good. The Daleks, yeah, the Daleks always, always just well, look the same. I, did you see the photo I saw, like took the other day of the Daleks that I found? With, like, the Graham looked like Fireman Sam! Sorry, I'm looking at the figures. <laughs> he looks like Fireman Sam. He does a bit. He does. Yeah, so there's six six sets. Um, there's Ryan, Yaz, and Graham. Uh, it's just repaints of the Jane. last wave. Albeit either in different clothing or different... Yeah, they are. Like, well, they, 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 Brian is just like it's the same clothes as the last one, but in different colours. Yeah, same as Graham and oh yeah, obviously Graham mm-hmm. comes with them instead of the Jadoon. Oh, and bloody, they've taken a Mike Yates and put a moustache on it to pretend <clears throat> that it's someone from Terror of the Zygons. <laughs> it's bizarre. It's a weird wave. We were, we were, uh, honestly, when the email leaked about them and they might still be coming out as online exclusives or something on the list. Everyone was freaking out because there was a Ace and Imperial Dalek 
due to be released and a Twelfth Doctor and Davros. And those were the two that sets. That, they were the two sets that everyone cared about, and they're not actually the ones that are happening. So people are a bit miffed. Would that would that be a the twelve? Would it be his outfit in which is familiar? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Yeah, because they did, but it's like it was really hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Because when I was trying to complete all the figures, I've got because I've I've only really got um the all thirteen doctors. I've not got John Hurt, I'm sorry. Um, but when I was trying to get a 12 and a 13, that's that's the 12 I was after. And it was incredibly hard to get a hold of. It was like, it was like 50 quid on some places. Yeah, the the releases around that time were so weird. Have you mm. heard how they make the figures now? I, I heard the old method, yeah. Uh, last night or this morning it was. Apparently, they used to like look at a picture of the actor and then just try and mould a head that looks like the actor. Yeah. But now they do like 3D scans of the actor's heads. 3D scans and they, like get, they get a the lot other. of like um, third party like companies and stuff to make, to kind of render the heads and stuff for them and then they just give them to character options to do whatever with. I can't remember who did the, can't, the latest. I can't believe they used to eyeball it, you know. Whoever did the latest um, Tom Baker sculpt for the for the Zygon set that's coming out you just blind and stupid, it, it looks really good. Like the pictures <laughs> they put up of the renders, it looks amazing. But something went wrong with the either the paint the application or the sculpting or something, and it just yeah, looks it is a soft. It's an odd face. Yeah, it, it's not. It's weird. Right. So if they're doing like the more sophisticated 3D models of the heads, how come they look worse than the ones that came out in like 2006? It's it's purely which, just quality. Which ones control. are you talking about here? Um, just like. Some of the facial features, they all look with dead which behind the done? eyes. Huh? Which, which figures of, of who? All of them. Of who? Just in general. All of all they, of the figures um, now are out. Which ones, like... though? Because obviously they're not going to be doing 3D scans of Tom Baker's head. Well, well no, but even ball. like the Graham one doesn't look like Bradley Walsh. That, it looks like yeah. Liam and Sam. No, what I'm saying like a... is when Cameron says all of them, they obviously Mom, haven't. Man. When when they release a new fourth doctor one, they haven't fucking sculpted his head, have they? Like with a three D scanner, so that would yes, look but, yes. But like the Jody one looks amazing. The Jody one, one, the Ryan and Yas ones look good as well. Looks worse nah. than the one I've the got new, that came the out. The new from Ryan the one looks yes, but the last Ryan one looks good. The the quality control is just all over the place. It always has yeah. been for since like, twenty seventeen. I would say the face of the one, the jolly one I've got looks worse than like all the old doctors I've got. Like, I've got, I've got I'm looking at a John Pertwee one now, and there's so much detail in that face, and Jody seems quite like just a smooth and dead behind the eyes. I do feel what? like they, they've still Your got, I feel like they still needed a bit more work on this. I, I think it looks like Pertwee, mm-hmm. but there's something about it's not quite there. Just looking at him now. My Jody one's Grace, to be honest. Yeah, my Jodie's good. She doesn't stand up properly, but with um, mine does stand stand up. Well, Literally, none of my Which... female characters stand up properly. I don't know what it is. It, it, because they it's... can't stand up without a man. Well, it's because <laughs> they're all bloody B and M ones, so they're they're a bit cheaper and the legs are like that legs longer than the other. My Perry's awful. I don't know why I bought that. You should have really. got that modded Perry online. Oh, you should. Let's move on. Um. <laughs> so... There's also some Daleks in this line. Yeah, they're doing the history set still. 
there's, there's a guest Dalek from the chase, which looks nothing like the Caves of Megalodoth one that you got the other week. Uh, the chase guard. It looks similar. It's basically this with yellow lights it's... and a black base that's there. Yeah. Well, the description says it's yes. a guest Dalek from the film, it is. which would refer it's that one. Yeah. But it looks like from the film. These were changed um, behind the schemes. But... So and it's then... not actually from the film, because that specific well, Dalek the film came appear. before the chase. No, what I mean is that figure that Alicia next, if you look at that Dalek, it appears nowhere in the film, because they all have fake faces. Basically, if, if you want to know which Daleks are coming out over the next year or so, just look at every Dalek story ever and see which figures they've already done. <laughs> Do you not think... There, there, and just imagine that one as well. Do you not think we've got enough Dalek figures? No. Because now they're no. just like... It means now that you just people... keep going, oh, where's this Dalek that looks exactly the same as no, every it mean, Dalek? It means that people that missed out on these things from the Revelation set give it a, like a year's time and these will be in a two-pack together. So I've uh, got one of them that has um, lights and sounds. They're so cool. Do you know what Dalek I want to see as a figure? Dalek, but it's, it's, um, it's the like Imperial Guard one from Parting of Ways. Yes, with the black dome. Oh, with the black head. Yeah, yeah. elusive figure. They seem to have never been made as a figure. No, they were. They came with the Ninth Doctor once, and then buggered I... off. I'll I'll find your picture because I think is it the, the one I never realised until like very recently. I never realised the ones in that episode had black heads. Yeah, so, yeah. And they also black, have a. I don't think they have a plunger either. As well. Some yeah, some of them have like claws and stuff. Some of them yeah. have the black uh, midsection like you got on that remote control thing. Not black midsection, gold midsection, but black like skirt. And they've got mm -hmm. a yeah. saw instead of a plunger. This is a big Dalek <laughs> chat we're having. Which yeah. well, um, I I'm not like a massive fan of like getting like every figure there is. Um, oh, I don't do that. I have a well, lot, but I don't, I don't get do that. I wouldn't dream. Of well, I don't, I don't, like the the only ones I the only figures I've actually got are all of the doctors. Yeah, um, yeah. That's but like anything else, thing. I uh... yeah, but like the only the only other thing I'm fine with, like I think looks like all right displayed is just getting a bunch of Daleks. Yeah, um, it's because they can stand up properly. Yeah, yeah, and they've you've not got the issue of like having a face that looks dead. Until yeah. I um, spoke to Dan, I I hadn't bought a Doctor Who figure in like a year and a half or something. And then I persuaded I've, you. I've, I've bought three in the last couple of months. <laughs> My fault. And I, I'm going to be an M tomorrow to scope out any second Doctor Tardises. Are you actually? If me student loan comes in, yeah. Well, gotta spend it wisely. Make sure you um, get a couple and check them out because they'll be very different in like quality. Because that's just the world we live in. What if one has a good TARDIS and one has a shit second doctor? I can't and then find one has a figure, shit TARDIS and a good second doctor. Did any of you ever get the Reaper figure or the Rachnos figure? Yes! No. The Reaper figure had a light in it as well. I genuinely thought Cameron was just going to pull the Reaper figure out then. Do you know what? I never. <laughs> Ever managed get to, to get anymore? It's under a table. As, my as... Reaper tails fell off, but the rest of it's intact. I and speaking. Oh, of my like, wings fell off mine. Speaking of like big figures and stuff, I never actually managed to see any of the Vesper form ones. You know the builder figures. Yeah, like, I never. I saw them. After those, but I already had those. 
loads of people are after that wave for, just because they want that Vespa form because the chances are they'll never re-release it. Um, mm. But people yeah. are paying crazy money to get their hands on them. It's like it's just a big loss. Um, <laughs> they also did one for the Gelf, I think, because they've got the flame body of a Gelf or something. Oh yeah, that was one of the yeah. You can build the, the weirdest Gelf, the one, spirit or whatever. The weirdest one was the one with the K1 robot in it, but like you could get parts of it in modern figures. I thought, I think. Yeah, I was that like, was awesome. What? I was like, what is this? As a child. <laughs> now, of course, it's right there. Not that one, like, that's a statue. Yeah. But... The only the only thing like that I ever went for was, um, like, where it's like, you get a figure and then a bit of another thing. Yeah, the build of was... stuff. Yeah, yeah the after... K1 robot was a good wave. That was the first one they did, I think. Well, it was after I went... I must have been, like, 10 or 11. After I went to the Doctor Who experience with my dad, and I got, uh, like, a, a power, power, the, the Daleks from Season 5, the, the uh, drone. Oh, That's yeah. the word I can think of. That came with, like, a, a face of the Pandorica. Yeah, they had the C, they had the DVD thing where you built the yeah, Pandorica. Yeah, they were... That was so yeah, cool. Yeah, they were, like, audiobooks yeah. on, like, as the faces. And then... So cool. Oh, I've got one of them. I just, don't know yeah, but just one weekend, me and my dad... Spent a whole day going between Argos, different Argoses in my hometown. Yeah, and like, oh, which ones of these do you have? Yeah. And I'm like, I have the Pandorica now. The audio is actually have like Matt Smith and stuff in too, I think. Was the chair? The river song with the chair. Yeah, I never saw that anywhere. In fact, I don't think I ever saw, apart from the silence in the library river song, a river song figure anywhere. The problem is, is I, I never cottoned on that there were like... Toys R Us exclusives and B&M exclusives and stuff until I was like at least 16 so which was when I wasn't even collecting them until like probably a couple of years ago yeah but I, like when I was a kid I just kind of if they were in a shop I'd want them I never knew mm-hmm. where to look for them or anything I just knew Forbidden Planet <clears throat> would have them and every now and then I'd happen to be in a B&M and there'd be some or I'd happen to be in an Argos and there'd be in a big bin around um, yeah I was kind of late to the party <laughs> Around series six, which is when I got into Doctor Who, I used to buy like loads of figures. But me, me dad found out the B and M sold them, and they they used to have like series five figures for like four pound. So like, I I used to just buy them. That's all how the I time. got my Smiler and my Silorian. I think they were like same to like three quid, weren't they? Lad, That's I have great. I have three. One Christmas, yeah, me dad got me a Silorian. And I already had a Silorian and Restich. And I was like, ah, that's the worst one I could have double of because they just don't stand up. Like, to this day, (laughs) to this day, it's slotted in between two Daleks with, like, the plungers like that, keeping it stood up. I would would put blue tack on the bottom of the feet. I remember the arm fell off Uh, immediately. And there's a a massive blob of super glue on it still now from when I got my mum Mm -hmm. to fix it. My ninth doctor (laughs) arm fell off from the... um, 11 Doctors collection. That's so. That's super when when they just break straight out the box. Yeah, well, it went straight out the box. box. It was just the Orton figures are really annoying as well because my ones, on both of them, the hands have broken so they're like held <laughs> together with plasters because I think my granddad fixed them and thought, ah, oh, this is skin colour and just wrapped a plaster on the hand. Oh, it annoys the... me that the Roman Orthon figure doesn't have the hand thing. You I know? don't have any of that stuff though. I, for some reason, I, I've 
kind of gone back and when I've been when I started collecting again not too long ago and just getting odd ones here and there, I've not actually got I've got barely any modern series stuff. I'm looking around now and it's it's all classic the, series. The Roman the Roman for me is the one that came with the the Pandorica set. That's mm. that was one of them. I found this the other day in um my my collection. Just like I had it in a box. Oh the do you want to describe what it is for yeah, the listeners? For those listeners yeah. This is a Corsair cube. With the... Uh, the what is it? The messenger cube? Is that the, yeah. Is that yeah. And it lights up and glows red. No, it changes colours. Oh, it goes blue as well. Um Slap on, slap off. <laughs> do you think that's enough figure talk for this episode? Probably. No, I think yeah. I, could, I, I could do a whole episode like this. I honestly I could. But um, right. we do have episodes to talk about. Put it in the episodes because you have to. We should do a wish list that'd episode. Be fair. Oh, that'd be that'd great. Be, uh... That'd be great. We could do like a dream wave thing where we talk about what. Yeah. We're yeah. Okay. We'll do that then. Add that'd that. Be, like, Add that to the list. Episode after next, we'll do that. Um. I, so that's the last bit of news for me. Uh. Do you want to move on to the episode? Yeah. No, we have. We have more news. Shut oh, up. For fuck's sake! What is it now? Me. Me and Dan got engaged. Ah, happy... I'm joking. Birthday. I I don't remember this. (laughs) You said yes, Dan, in my head, and that's good enough for me. Oh, it's one of those. I'm joking. uh... Oh, oh. Do you think that joke was of a sufficient quality enough to stop the podcast to make it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I'm, um... I'm not even fully paying attention because I'm typing something. <laughs> I don't know why I'm fucking there. useless. So, the three doctors. <laughs> the what three was everyone thought going into the episode? Like, had everyone seen it before? Or This was like my fifth uh, rewatch of the three doctors. A fourth. At least Will, um, Richard Turnbull's not in it. For God's sake. I, I, had, I hadn't seen it before. Um... A lot, a lot of the stuff, the classic Who stuff are watching. It's my first time going in. Yeah, so. Um, so uh, did you, I, yeah, did I, you, I wasn't. Did you know much about it going in? Uh, did you see? I knew it was like tenth anniversary, and it's the first three Doctors. And I, uh, but I, <clears throat> I, I didn't really think about much, it much in the week, and then it dawned on me, like what this must have been like in nineteen seventy-three. Was it? Yeah. 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 Nineteen seventy-three. Like. People, like, the same age as I was when Dave the Doctor came out would have been feeling exactly the same way. Yeah. And yeah. then I just got really, really excited the day before I watched the episode. It's like, just, oh, oh my God, but they're going to talk to each other. I've never seen that imagine, like, growing up watching the second Doctor and you grew so attached to him and then he changed and then you couldn't go back and find his episodes that well. And then he's here <laughs> and he's screaming again and he's in yeah. colour. And it's like, mm-hmm. that must be that must be so weird. Yeah, oh, his, his entrance is perfect as it's well. Great when he no, he just grabs the flute. Adorable effect. That's so good. Like he's adorable, Patrick. Trump. Like, like he's Dan, so funny. I'd also thing. seen this episode quite a lot growing up because I've got it on DVD. Like I've got <laughs> it for like a pound in a CEX once, along with the Five Doctors. Mm-hmm. CEX is and great for classic Who DVDs. You can get stuff. You can get like the even modern Who DVDs. Yeah. Like, all but the last, the Jodie series, and, like, series five, and then I think the last Capaldi one I got from CEX. 
That's where I found a lot of my Blu-rays but for the new series in. I ha I couldn't find Series 5 anywhere, even like the ones in London near my sister, and then by that point, they hadn't come out yet. <laughs> so I had to get them. Ah, bit of news, I pre-ordered the DVD for Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, hell yeah. The, the New Year special. That? Yeah, it's the on Amazon pre-order already. But you can get, get, get I got an email recommending the Blu-ray. Do you know what? It was amazing. John Patrick Salton. This is the first episode I've seen him in, by the way. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah we've got to the I think the only solid Second Doctor story I've seen is two of the side. Have we not done a Second Doctor one yet? And the invasion. No. 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 We've, we've not done a Second Doctor or a Six. Or, or we haven't done the Eighth Doctor. Though that, I think that should be a... Well, what my... Um, I think watching the movie should be a... Remember I said I had a suggestion for after we reached episode 50 and had no more specials. I think it was we watch the Cushion movies on episode 60 and 70 and then the McGann movie on episode 80. I think. But, yeah, um, anyway, there's a bit where um, the, the second Doctor is just dead eager to play his flute, isn't he? <laughs> the, bit, the bit where Joe says something about the Beatles and he's like, oh, what's your favourite song? And he puts it up to his mouth. And the third doctor just gives him like a death glare. Aha! It's a real... It's a, <laughs> it is a real shame about... Um, no, any wings? How William Martin appears. <laughs> Martin Gary. I can always spot a newbie. It's a real shame about how... William Hartnell appears in this episode, but it's also a miracle. It, yeah, really, like a it's a medical marvel. He's he's there at all. My yeah. um, dad told me that he wanted to be on set, and his wife was like, "No, Will, you'll yeah. die." <laughs> <laughs> so he, instead, um, he filmed it in his back garden. Yeah, no, if he, if he, no, he didn't. Well, he filmed he the outside bit there. No, the promotional photos were done in the garden, so Troughton and Pertwee went to his house and the, in costume and everything, and they did all the photos there. But oh, his actual amazing. scenes were filmed at the BBC Ealing studio. Was that in, in the, like, rafters? Not the rafters, what's the word? Rafters. Rafters. Um, <laughs> it, would, the word, it would be the rafters, yes, but I think it was just a low camera. Yeah, the stage stair things you get in yeah. studios, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, but, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's unfortunate. <coughs> he was like, so "Hello, nice dear boy, it's just me, William Hartnell." And yeah. I if, if, if you if you haven't seen it, he's he basically only appears in just on a recording. Webcam. Yeah, on a recording yeah. that everyone looks at a screen and they go, "Hello, he's... William Hartnell on a screen. We're talking to you." I don't do and that's how you... That was yes, actually recorded afterwards, though. Was it? How did they? So they had the script. It. Was... No, I think it was someone <laughs> off screen. Like saying this will be the bits here, and like maybe something on a screen somewhere saying with his words, so yeah, they you can see him tracking it. It weren't filmed afterwards though. It was because I watched the behind the sofa thing earlier, and the guy who plays Benson said he can remember looking at the screen and watching William Hartnell's bits while while they were acting, but he said he weren't making eye contact with William Hartnell because they were all looking at their own reflection. I may have seen a different thing then. But, but then he, yeah, he well, might have meant said... he was looking at his own reflection because he weren't on the screen, yeah. But I don't yeah. I doubt but if I... he had to send it in post since they, they just didn't have that sort of technology. 
But then the you can see in certain bits, William Hartnell, it'll be looking at where the camera is and where the characters are meant to be, but then it'll keep looking mm-hmm. down like this where his script clearly is. Oh. Like <laughs> us at our phones. <laughs> Get off the bar, buddy. Changes by these days, you could be giving a book there by trying to tap on it. Yeah, it's it's quite a quaint opening for a special. Like, if you compare it to, like, the mm-hmm. Day of the Doctor, which is the most recent one. Yeah. This just opens on a guy in a bird sanctuary. Yes. <laughs> just, well, like, it... looking at a box. And he, he also, the episode ends with him as well. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he's like, his wife's like, where the hell have you been? He's just like, put dinner on. He's <laughs> just like, okay. <laughs> You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I love how he calls a woman. Sure. That's just a classic, <laughs> classic thing to do. Classic yeah. 1973. You wouldn't believe it, woman. Um, well, it, but in, it, it's in a, in a similar way to Day of the Doctor. It kind of just starts from what they believe is like just another episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, we all went quiet for a bit then. Sorry. <laughs> Paul, Paul keeps sending me stuff on Twitter. So Do I'm I? Good. Yeah. Get off Twitter, Paul. You keep sending me on a podcast. Now you're sending me stuff off Messenger. So, <laughs> there's a bit that I noted with Dr. Tyler, who's the scientist in this, who basically starts the entire plot. Oh, he's a, he's a bit of a dickhead. He's a bit of a dickhead, yeah. He's a bit of a dickhead. Um, at the start, it's just like, oh, have a look at these readings. Everyone's had a look at them. The Yanks... The other lot. Who are the other lot? Um, I imagine it's a nice 1973 talk for Paul. What are you showing us? Ah, <laughs> looks like you fellas could use a hand. Cam- Cameron, what is happening? Next episode, <laughs> we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing Cameron, a discussion of role models next week. Yeah, n- next next episode's role models. Lord, take um, me down to but um, I'm also Cameron, surprised I'm, they haven't. I'm really tried. quite scared. Dan, let let me ask you something. Do you yeah, know any all. wing songs? Huh? Uh, Do you know any wing songs? No. 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 With Paul McCartney. No. The band Wings. No. No. No one no. likes Kiss. Paul Stanley's sick of Kiss. I hate Kiss What is going on? What's happened? Sorry, what is we... this? Sorry. What's um... going on? Do you know what I had for breakfast? Oh, what God, what hell? is this going to be? You, Cocaine. You... Co- was that a joke? Yeah. Because it, it was shaped a lot like a joke, but I, I'm not entirely sure where the punchline was. That's not your cocaine. That's my cocaine. I, I live in a prison of sick thoughts. Well, there wasn't even a sick thought, Paul. That was just the ramblings of a man with dementia. Dan, everything I'm saying's a quote. Love, take me down to the streets. <laughs> Can we just um, please? Come when you feel like coming home, what's going on? When you feel like coming home, you've got to give the dog a bone. All right, Cam- Cameron. It, Cam- I'm Star- surprised with this. Oh, you haven't tried retconning Doctor Tyler to be some f- relation to Rose. Like, oh, I'm surprised, weird. I'm yeah. surprised Davies hasn't tried doing that since, you know, he is this era of Doctor Who growing He's not up. He's scum, Cameron, Jesus Christ. Um, he, he wouldn't stoop so low as to make such a big finish move like that. Well, I, I don't know, it's just, it feels like this is one of those shows where if someone's got a last name, it's the same as someone else in the show, they're a relation. Yeah. yeah. 
Like even if it's not even said said in the show, like, like the guy Mickey in... and Sarah, like like every member of Unit in um in modern, modern Hope. Hope. yeah, and um the guy in the landlord one with David Suchet is apparently Harry, Harry Sullivan's grandson. Yeah, he was he was meant to be oh, revealed his last no. name was Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, we spoke about um, the other week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, why have you got a picture of Naruto <laughs> on your screen? It's the parasite one. <laughs> um, <coughs> I'm oh, quite also... scared and confused. Speaking of Naruto, I had the Naruto video. No, 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 oh, no, no. What? Stop! Stop it, Paul! Stop it! <laughs> Love taking me down to the streets. I'm. Do you actually want to talk about Doctor? <laughs> That's what happened here for. I've never seen it. Fuck you up. Gonna go on a what to make some smiles using some white chocolate. What are you doing? <laughs> I love that bit. Do you realize so all much. of this that you have to do is just more He's like, done I'm in editing? Not sure if I He's agree not- with that. Dan is not going to edit this out. Don't... Is it that bit where Who wants like... to sniff this bush? When he's like, not sure if I agree <laughs> with that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Do you know the bit where they're in the room and she's teaching them how to hug a kid and he's <laughs> yeah. like, obviously we're not meant to buff off these kids. And that guy's in the background just looking proper mortified. To any listeners <laughs> hoping for a discussion of the three doctors, I can I call myself quite frankly only apologise for... There is quite frankly not content, and well, it is content of of a sort. It is it is content of shit. It is um, twenty venti. It it is. It's called venti because it's barely counters. Barely pieced together half half thoughts, half ideas. This is these aren't jokes. These aren't just shouting nonsense words. Dan, I think you're getting. I think you're getting a bit off topic. Do you want to? I think we're witnessing two people having a stroke live on a podcast. Oh, my God. Um, Let me me ask you a question, a serious question. Just one more question, then we'll carry on talking about Omega or something. Do you like Coca-Cola? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you to death. These chicken fingers, they look so delicious. No, 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 no. Right, shut up now. Um, (laughs) You were the one who said you wanted to talk about the episode in order as well. Me? I haven't started talking about can it we mute, Can we mute Paul? I started talking about the film. Um, Doctor Who? Yeah. A TV the show? The fuck is that thing? The, like, no, weird blob thing. Oh, right, the blob thing. Right, yes. The blob thing that turns up out of, like, the sink. It was antimatter or something? It was, it was antimatter. No, it was a bridge. Oh, it was a bridge. No, I, I thought that the... it was... Oh, no, okay. I'm... I actually mean, what is it? What did they film to get that? I couldn't find oh, it could anywhere. Do, yeah, it was quite an interesting effect. Um, oh, but, um, do you know the guy who plays Benton? Uh, yeah. the behind the sofa thing when they were watching it. That bit came up and he went, that's a bit naff, innit? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. Um, I don't know, Mike. I, if I had to guess, it would be... Because there's one thing, but there's one time when it comes out of the radio, when it's clearly being filmed over a still. It's not actually a, actually a video. Yeah. So like the, the background is a still image. Um. I, I imagine it's it's they're doing. It's not in camera. They'll 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 be. 
It looks a bit. I've like actually got no idea. I've got no idea. I don't know what I'm talking about. It looks like a light source thing from the opening. Dan, Dan could you uh, move back from your mic just about five seconds? Dan, it seems to me like you're, you're clearly on some sort of drugs. And if someone Paul. offers you drugs, Paul, say no thanks. I'll have to. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> Minotaur. So, <laughs> there's also a bit in the first episode, because I'm still doing it, how Paul asked about <laughs> the Bringadier saying, Unit is a the top facility, yet they have a giant sign outside the front door saying, Unit headquarters, <laughs> Bringadier Lethbridge Stewart. <laughs> to be fair, it's I in do... the middle of nowhere. I do love Brigadier in this episode. He is brilliant. Yeah. He's just absolutely had enough of everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Is that is that what he's like in all of Classic Who? Just uh, mostly, yeah. He's a, bit, a bit reluctant in Pertwee's just... first season. He's he really does some stuff that you think, oh, I wouldn't. He's very militant he... and yeah. I mean, and he, had he, had he spoiler alert: he blows end. up the entire Silurian base. Uh, yeah. Against the doctor's wishes, uh, so that creates a bit of Paul. Please I'm just stop. Not engaging. Paul is holding up his iPhone with a picture of a character what? from Role Models. How dare you? It's a picture of Keegan Michael Key. Samsung. Oh, it's a Samsung. I'm, I'm sorry. I bet you won't Great. sleep at night now. Paul, so I see you mistake. Paul, why are you showing us a picture of Keegan Michael Key from whatever fucking that... nonsense? You're talking do you know what? Do you know what he's doing right now? He's, he's going to go on a world to make some smiles. He's in some white cap. I'm not sure if I agree <laughs> with that. There are a few throwbacks in this that I noticed in the first episode. Episode um, two. No, I'm joking. Fuck, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so yeah, one got so... 8.3 million viewers. <laughs> That's in that trivia video. <laughs> That's my trivia section, you dick. <laughs> 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 I do have that written down though somewhere. <laughs> I knew it. Oh. it. It is part of the trivia. Um, yeah, there's some callbacks like the Doctor saying, "When I say run, run, it's a line yeah. used by the Second Doctor a lot." Run like um, a rabbit. That that's a reference to the episode Rose. It is as well when he says "run." Yes, it's also a <laughs> reference to um... the um, the Eleventh Hour when he says basically "run." <laughs> yeah. And how convenient is it that Bessie got taken away only to be used later <laughs> in the quarry? That's all of the things it could have taken. That was a quarry. That was a wasteland. That was an alien place. <laughs> Does Bessie remind anyone else of Brom? It's like a big a, Brom. Very similar yeah. roads. Yeah. Like a shit Brom. Not got a face, has it? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Doesn't drive. I only recently figured out it was he was called Brum because he's because it's set in Birmingham, and he's a Brummy. Fuck off! Is that I, true? I yeah. thought it was just that was the yeah, noise that, that children that did when they were doing. A I'm gonna noise. have to time code this. This is a segment worth. <laughs> That's yeah, it's, Brum, it's Brum talk. in Birmingham. So he's called Brum not because cars <clears throat> go Brum, but because he's well, a it's Brummy. a it's a pun. It's a, it's a pun. Yeah, it's a Brum pun. What the fuck? Um, someone on my Twitter was talking about Brum the other day. They said they're rewatching it because they've added it to BBC iPlayer, and I thought surely Brum, as an adult, does not have doesn't the hold up cloth, <laughs> the cloth that you need to binge Brum. It's 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 great if you're three years old and you no, want to watch a car. The one with the balloons. I don't remember any of the cloth. I just remember he'd be parked somewhere and then he'd fuck off for a bit, and then he'd go. He'd um, have to go back maybe. One of one of my one of my friends' teachers. 
because she grew up in around Birmingham, is is in the opening titles to Brum apparently. Get it on the podcast. Get it on the punk. The Brumcast. Birmingham. Um. Yeah, well, what Doctor Who is what we were talking. Yes, um, um, They're the point where Benton climbs in through a window. I've got yes. that in my notes. Um, when, when you know, when the the like unit base is taken is like zapped away to the antimatter yeah. realm. Yeah, it, and I you just see it uh, pulling into a black hole. Well, yeah, but like the the end of that episode where it just kind of zooms in on the, a unit man's face <laughs> I think it's meant to be like he's got a face of like terror he's like oh my god what's just happened but it, the expression he's, he's got is really just I have had enough today <laughs> this is too much this episode's like the actually unit... a prequel to the, um, the Rings of Athens I, I've walked in universes where the laws of physics are devised by a madman. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. This episode yeah. was made in reference to that. <laughs> this episode <laughs> this was made was... as a prequel. <laughs> um, a what did you think of... Uh, get it. Get the fly. No, it's a fly. Eat it. <laughs> More protein. Uh, what did you think of Omega? He I was love all right. What a boom on voice. He's never Omega. Reference. It's never Omega. It's always Omega. Uh, yeah. I, was, uh, any... I mean, you Omega can see his mouth moving from the helmet. <laughs> well, you're talking about Cameron. He doesn't have a, have a mouth. Exactly. That's why I've got... thrown it down for the continuity errors. <laughs> so Just in this case, clearly see the TARDIS is off colour. Any listeners at home, Dan is recreating the bit where Omega takes off his helmet with his Omega figure. With his penis. Paul hasn't mentioned the music that played earlier on in the episode. Oh, do you know when um, when Brom pulls up? Um, Do do you know when Brom pulls up? It plays the maddest. Honestly, I've never heard any musical like it. It was like dubstep, but for the the happy people. Dubstep, but for happy people. Yeah, wait there. Hmm. Yeah, you might cutting out, so it doesn't matter. That... Stop giving Omega a blowy. Um, well, he did say he was going to take off his helmet, Cameron. He's flexible. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very flexible action this figure. He's a very underrated <laughs> figure, I think. I why did, why, did, they, why did they sculpt all of that? What was the point? Looks nice. Could have given any legs. inevitably lifted the dress up. They, they got the actor's corpse out and modelled the legs. I don't think he's dead. Good. I think he was wearing something on his legs, and I think that's what the actor's legs look like. <laughs> he just has no pants on under the room. Um, what do we think about... Bit... Oh, sorry, go on. There's also a bit in that I've got in my notes. A Gallifreyan, I think it's the Chancellor, looks very surprised when he gets told about Newton's third law. <laughs> oh, he's got excellent sideburns. Yeah, <laughs> they were. That was my main takeaway from that scene was that 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 time warp space. Do you know what was very very interesting? Do you know um, this better be about keeps referring to the doctors, people as the time lords. Yeah, which is mm. a joke, and it's not a reference to the, to the end of time. 
But um, you, you gave up then. No, you? I, I, I weren't going to say that. But then, as I was getting to it, I thought, I don't know, I thought, no, no. So um, yes, because whenever making a joke, you have to abort it halfway through after doing the setup. I lost <laughs> faith. But uh, I weren't you, setting you it do. up either. That's why I, 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 it was shaky. You do but, often uh, lose faith in your bits, don't you, Paul? Yeah, basically what I was saying. Normally, Jordan sucks. Basically, what I was saying was, um, do you know, Omega keeps referring to them as Time Lords like he isn't one. Because he said that he got trapped before they became Time Lords. Which makes me wonder, yeah. can Omega regenerate? Uh, or is he just not a, a Time Lord at all? But we do the see him in the Timeless his, Children. So. If he's in the universe of his will, then yeah, sure, because he will will himself to regenerate and the laws of his universe command it. Does he know about regeneration yet? Um, I think knowing the timeless children, it said they discovered it, regeneration and then the, well, the ability to Well, he was the three figures, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Omega, Rathalon, and the other. It's Omega, Rathalon, and Tachtaion. Yeah. But, but even if we're... Even if we're going on stuff before that, like, wasn't the origin of regeneration meant to be because they stared into the time vortex? Hot, yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, simple explanation to all of this. Uh, different writer. Yeah. Different rules. Yeah. Well, no, no, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, surely at some point in discovering time travel, he probably had a look in there. Just a little peek oh, into yeah. the untapped schism. Well, do you know, he probably, probably think time travel was around a little look. Because he, well, no, he, invented he was working on the black hole. Just assume it wasn't around and then it hadn't been written. He got it. trapped in the black hole. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> those three figures, not action figures, the three people. <laughs> just use action figures. Originally. <laughs> Quite a sea devil. Originally. <laughs> Chris Chibnall. There was one with a really long neck. <laughs> Chris Chibnall was going to call them Tehtayun. Tehtay Der and Tehtay Twa. I can't tell if that was an actual fact or you trying to make a joke. It was a f- genuine. Was it a, is it a real fact? No, you absolute sake. fool. Well, right, don't, <laughs> oh, don't, don't try and pretend you've got us when none of us can tell if you're actually making a joke. Imagine that. Well, <laughs> my name That's is Tectoire. <laughs> Doctor Key. Yes. Oh, okay. The doctor's on Gallifrey with his mates in that weird barn, and he's going, Tech Tay Toi, Tech Tay Toi, Rosie Moore. Je déteste les Daleks. Tech If you haven't listened to Dr. Key on YouTube, check it out. By Bill Bailey. It's very funny. Um, James A. Castor's a good comedian. No, he's not. So. What? Whoa. It takes 22 minutes Fucking for the three doctors to free doctor. <laughs> That's what, uh, what I wasn't listening. It takes 22 minutes for the three doctors to free doctor. Yeah. Not uh, yeah. But yeah, he's not in it for a while, is he? It's, it is. Nah. It's, it's all the people staring at a little, a little gooey, a little pile of goo. Yeah, and then uh, go, Ooh, what should we do? My uh, John Pertwee. Perfect. Joe, go back inside. <laughs> <laughs> I 
had a temp jump personally, but I've, I've never tried the crossbow. I imagine, I imagine your jump virtual. You forget in this, this counts. Well, this We've means, got to reverse um, the plan. Here's the new strong flow. This episode two, the one where we meet Omega. No, it will. No, um, it episode two is the one that my first note about it is like Eunice is meant to be about science and research and protecting the world from alien threats. Benton, get me a grenade. <laughs> because it's just like, oh yeah, let's just launch a grenade at this thing that we yeah. don't know. I'm also it shows, amazed. It shows amazed the difference that, between um, modern and classic. Yeah, I'm also amazed that no one in unit, like, apparently, no one in unit has just gone in, gone into the doctor's weird blue cupboard he keeps in his room. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because he apparently keeps it locked locked all the time, and the key only works for him. Ah, that's the thing from Pertwee's first episode. Right. Where he was looking for his shoes. <laughs> because the key was in it. Shoes. Um, yeah, and Ben and really doesn't care that it's bigger on the inside. It's just like, hey. <laughs> no, what else was it meant to be, Doctor? He, he looks full of wonder and whimsy. Wonder or whimsy. Um... um... There is a scene with Benton and the second Doctor, though, that I've got it... Ah, oh, that's amazing. Um, it makes you realise that Benton is there, his lines and, like, character bit during this is... Part of it was meant to be for Jamie. Because Fraser Hines was originally meant to return for this, but couldn't due to uh... his commitment on the then-titled Emmerdale Farm. So his role was given Wait, to he's Benton. Still into this? No, he's dead. No, it's not. Which was given to Benton, and then Benton's character traits were given to a newly made character who was the private who, as Dan said earlier, had a close-up on his face at the end, and it's just like, I am so done with this. <laughs> never seen before, and never seen again. Yep. <laughs> I do not remember this character. Exactly. This, this private... It wasn't like, hey, it was just, it was just a guy at one of the end of episodes where you just got a reaction shot off him. That's all it um, is. He later is the person the bring a deer tries to contact on the radio. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a line that taken out of context in this could sound like the bring a deer being like a trans ally, which is as long as he does the job, he can wear whatever face he wants. Which, taken see, out of context. I'm sure that was yeah. exactly the intent. <laughs> Death of the author. It means what it wants. William Hartnell was there like, hmm, yes, my boy, I've always craved the vagina. Chesterfield, chance rights. Yes, Chesterfield, chance rights. I can actually do that. You can, you've we'll got the collar. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> um, I'm, I've, I've forgotten what else happens in this episode. Um, um, the dump you, stop, you get the Omega man. reveal, don't you? <clears throat> Ah, um... Episode 3. There is a bit with the Doctor and Joe Grant in this episode where they walk down a, like, embankment in Omega's universe and it is a steeper rock face than they struggled to climb in Curse of Peladon. (laughs) Tell me, uh, where could I find your thoughts on Curse of Peladon? Um, well, well. (laughs) last week's episode or the week before? It can be found at youtube.com. Last week was... Don't know if you know you can listen to your podcast. Go back and listen to episode 8. Not right now. Or don't. No, dude, because that that was a good one, weren't it? It was good, though. Yeah, that was quite alright. We didn't go on topic too much. Apart from all of the bits we did earlier. Two episodes sandwiching it that turned out like shit. 
Um, Benton is like very out of character for for this. Like I said earlier, his role was for Jamie, but like watching Classic Who, Benton Mm. acts a lot differently in this one to what he does in all of his other appearances. He's very gun ho and right. Let's just blow the shit out of this thing in this episode. (laughs) It's it's a real Mission Impossible one to Mission Impossible two character change. Yeah, but then he goes back again at the end. Right. I, um, I like um. I like the bit with the second doctor where he meets him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you're a you're a sergeant or whatever." No, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Corporal, <laughs> no, sergeant now. Yeah. Um. Oh, right, the, the bit with the, when the the, the brigadier comes back and he says, "Oh yeah, I've told them you're his companion," and it's just like um, what. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Pete Trout- Troutman is really good at this. I just, yeah, you can tell he's really missed being in the role. Yeah, oh, he's, he's so, so much. Um, right, so that's you were studying some form of science at university, correct? Yes, mm-hmm. physics. Yes, 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 I was physics. Yes, the science, the science so, of the female ask body. me anything. Go on. Dr. Tyler, when they discover him in Omega's universe, it's writing in the oh, yeah. E equals MC squared. Does that have sure anything to do that. with cross-dimensional travel? No, it's just warm-ups. Sure. It's just a warm-up. He's just getting yeah, into yeah, I took a video of that because I was... That whole thing we were just talking about. Mm, yes, E equals MC squared. We can be sure about that. I took it with that and sent it, sent it to the group chat for my physics course. Because <laughs> it was it was so it was ridiculous. Um, what else? What else does he say? He says something about well, we've definitely travelled faster than light or something. Yeah. Um, which is, I think they've realised that the c the c at e equals m c squared is the speed of light in a vacuum. And they've gone. Well, that, well, that must have apply in this situation. Um, and does it? No. Mm, well, what is it? I, I'm not entirely actually sure what he's trying to work out. No, um, I'm not even. That's why I'm asking. He's just doing his homework. He's yeah. He's just doing a bit of relativity homework. That's all it is. Um, he was like, "Well, I was going to head to the beach to do me sums. So <laughs> while I'm here." Might as well do them in this quarry esque landscape. Yeah, well, let's let's see. What did a lot of the talking is about black holes and that gives me uh, a beef below matter and antimatter. Yeah, <laughs> antimatter. All the stuff they're talking about with um, if antimatter and matter come into contact, uh, they're annihilate. That's all. That's all. Sound if physics. Antimatter um, and uncle matter get together. <laughs> we end up with cousin matter, who's a little brick. Well, really, really enough, that stuff also kind of comes up in... Uh, I feel like um, we, we just learnt a lot about Cameron then. Cameron hates his cousins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all right, they're sound most of the yeah. time. So that, that stuff also comes up in um, Tenet, really, weirdly. Not and oh. comes up in Tenet, it's the, it's the biggest load of shit ever. Don't Shut explain anything. Um, no, genuinely, like said, don't think about it. Shut the fuck up, Tenet. I never said... I... Shut up. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, some of the ideas in that are that. Um, so here's here's a bit of physics for you. Um, oh, one of the ideas that Richard Feynman, great like physicist, has put forward or did put forward. He's dead now. Um, <laughs> you're falling asleep. Is that um, antimatter? Or you, you can think about matter being 
exactly the same as antimatter, but antimatter is traveling backwards in time. Because when oh. you're drawing Feynman diagrams and stuff, it is it would be exactly the same, functionally exactly the same in all of the equations for you could replace a positron on an equation with an electron that's traveling backwards in time. Um, which is what Tenet's about. And they're also talking, don't don't find you, don't touch your previous self in Tenet. Oh, uh, because, because like, you, technically you're made of antimatter, so you're annihilate if they touch. Sorry to interrupt this really interesting I finished. Uh, I finished. thing, but Paul has just put a, a sleep mask over his eyes that says, I'm listening to a Big Finish production. <laughs> that is, quite frankly, the worst um, And he's put what looks like a, a nappy over his mouth. <laughs> it's a face mask. Okay, sure. Do, do you know, do you know what? Just a Jumper's face mask, right. Do you know what? Just to add on Bear to Dan's physics Bear. bit, next Bear. week I will go on a tangent about making roulade, because that's what I've got qualifications <laughs> in. I... What the fuck is roulade? Swiss roll. But you'll learn about that Why next not week. say Swiss roll, then? No, we'll because it's called a roulade. Fuck we'll off, I'm not having that. Oh, do you know what, actually? E equals MC squared would come, out, come up if you're trying to figure out what the energy release would be. If, no, I think he was just trying to work out how he travelled. Oh, yeah, yeah, he where is. Where he is. But, but because, because uh, the, the, that universe is made of antimatter and they're made of matter, and when they come, come in contact, they annihilate and release energy. E yeah. equals MC squared is what you would use to figure out the energy release in that situation of an, an annihilation. Because um, <laughs> annihilation really is, it's you've got a, a particle and it's antiparticle flying at each other and they annihilate and all of the matter is turned into energy. And you, you calculate that energy by timesing the mass of the particles by the speed of light squared. That's what equals MC squared is. So if anyone's still yeah. listening. So what are <laughs> Listen, I want to feel like I'm clever because I am losing my mind at the moment. Uh, well, I'm sure if like if it didn't just go over all our heads, we would be applauding you right now. But Thank I have no idea. You. Oh, I understood yeah. some of it. Dan, you know how to applaud them, don't you? Don't do Plus it. This. Fucking wrong. <laughs> Um, um, I've got hey, a thing about what the two different doctors do during this. Like, John Pertweed's third doctor sort of advances the plot a bit. They go and find Omega's cave and stuff. Second doctor fixes the radio. <laughs> Plays the flute. And also shows that the TARDIS is broken. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because there's a bit where he steps out of the TARDIS and you can see directly behind his shoulder that the it's, TARDIS panels aren't yeah. connected properly. <laughs> um, well, oh, stop, stop it, Paul. Um, what else? I I, re I did like. I, I remember I liked the conclusion to the episode, but I can't quite remember what it is at the moment. Um, um, they all go the separate ways. No, no, but like the. That's just a thing that happens. That's not the. That's not the conclusion to the story, <laughs> Paul. You rube. Oh, they, they dropped the recorder. And because it's made of matter and not anti-matter, the whole universe dies. Annihilation! Yeah. That's what it is. And then the Please Doctor feels a bit sorry for him because he just wanted his freedom. With Natalie Portman. That's a great film and I need to finish it still. I got to the bit with the crocodiles. Like, this is great. And then I just stopped watching it. That is a great... There's a great video essay by... Um... Do you know... By uh, Dan channels? Channels? 
Dan Olsen, Falling Ideas, he's got a great video, uh, Deconstructing Annihilation. You should all go and watch. Dan Olsen is great. He's I got will, a great I'll watch channel. Annihilation, and when I've finished it, I will go and watch that video. Thank you. Uh, not in so, a, I don't know when, then. Oh, for God's sake, Paul. What was everyone's thoughts on John Pertwee's fight scene in this story, then? Oh my God, lad, that was so shit. Oh. It was Does in it... slow motion, and it was almost entirely silent. Oh, I completely <clears throat> forgot about in the that. Mind with the, of with the weird goblin man. <clears throat> yeah, that could have been what? a regular man, and they paid money to have it be not a man. What was I that? Have... What was... <clears throat> Who made that decision? I have uh, a genius of their time. Of Omega's sure. mind looks fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, he's a really odd... I enjoyed this episode, but I did not enjoy that bit. Um, it's a really unpleasant piece of viewing yeah. uh just it, yeah it's it's really there's not even a fight it's just kind of them like moving in a circle <laughs> it's so weird yeah, rattling in a circle with a weird little goblin boy in dark <laughs> in a black sound set with no one yeah. else there like a green laser or something come on lads weird little goblin boy was my nickname at school <laughs> mine was psycho I bet. For obvious, For obvious reasons. reasons. Either I didn't have a nickname in school. Oh, no, I did. Some, some lads in school used to call me Homer. Homer? You know oh, why? Yeah. That... <laughs> it's like a Jew no. uh, wrote the <laughs> Because I used because to fancy used a girl just... who had blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> so they used to see me talking to her. And they'd walk past and go, no! And it, uh, it was, I'd always have to explain why to her, and it was dead embarrassing. I'll see and then she turned out to be a lesbian. Time. So, you know. <laughs> um, moving yeah. on. Your shot there. Heavy um, things. So, you, one of you fine gentlemen may be able to answer me this. How does a quarry look like Chroma? Like Chroma? Chroma, it's a <clears throat> town in Norfolk. Isn't but it's where the Brigadier thinks that... Buildings travel. One on Oscar on Netflix. It's on the coast. I'm joking. I, as well. I could not tell you were joking. Um. Yeah. I've oh, got, I'm trying been... to find something interesting in my notes. I haven't been recording. Because... Hey Dan. A joke. Yeah. Courses. <laughs> there we go. Hey Dan. Get Dan's attention. That, that Dan with an R. Yes. You, you see those hills over there. Boobies. <laughs> Viewer thoughts. Oh, classic. Viewer thoughts. Have yeah, we, we got, got anything else to say about this episode? Have we had any yes. thoughts in? Do you know when the doctor says he always regarded Omega and he's like, a hero? I should be a god. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, is that, yeah, that was your whole thought? That is my whole thought. Um, it was worth I think, it I think my, main, my main takeaway from this episode was the chemistry between... Uh, Troughton and Pertwee. Yeah. Like, I think it really, really carried this episode. Ah, uh, Hartnell's last um, one was dead sad. Yeah. How, how will you... Everything you about... Sort of, and then he everything died. about Hartnell was quite <laughs> yeah. sad, in a way. It's quite cool how they did it, but it's also quite sad knowing why they've had to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... I did find it funny, though, that in all multi-Doctor stories, the youngest Doctor, like, in his age... Li- timeline is Older. always the most mature so like Hartnell is the youngest one there 
Like yeah. he's the most mature. John Hurt is the most it's, mature one and the youngest. It's weird because Hartnell's the youngest and they're like, let's go to number one for advice because he's old. Yeah, so and in the five doctors, but we'll come to this when we actually talk about that episode. He's yeah. the one that works out the curse of Rassilon or the whatever it's called first, where but, you'd think <clears> the old three would work it out first because he's the oldest. But the first doctor's not in the five doctors. Yes, he is. Yes, he's not. All, it's just because it's the man in the wig, he's in still the, the first doctor, scene, isn't he? Yeah. Is William Hartnell in the intro scene? Yeah. Yeah. They use part what? of. Did he do a transition like they do in Twice Upon a Time? Paul has it's many. Paul is renowned for having many takes on the Five Doctors, despite never seeing it. <laughs> nah, I just like to wind you up, Dan, because I know you like. Um, it. it's his speech from the end of the Dalek episode with Susan. Dalek Invasion of Earth. In... Yes, oh, that I one. I couldn't that. remember which one it was. I wanted to say Destiny of the Daleks, but knew it was wrong. <laughs> About um. <laughs> One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. But until then, there must yeah, be no tears, no regret. That reminds oh me. Oh my! Of, um... He's an oh, idiot. I do know. I do know that. Um, um, that reminds me of a quote from the Sixth Doctor. Actually, go ahead. There we <laughs> go. It's a hoax, my dear, and it appears not a moment too soon. So I'll just go through my bits of trivia yeah. before Paul does his crap yeah. from his friends. I thought <laughs> this is this is Hartnell's wow. final. Well, let's hear Dan's stuff from IMDb, then, Charlie. Cameron's We're doing trivia, Paul. Shut up. Some of it's from the Wikipedia page. Not just IMDb. But, yeah, this is Hartnell's final appearance before his death. Um, We know. His scenes, as I've said before, were filmed in the studio of the Kneeling, and not a garage or a shed, as the fan myth would have us believe, because fans are idiots. Look at us for it. I hear that. (laughs) Um, Fraser Hines was meant to return as Jamie, but was unavailable, so his role was given to Benton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two main Gallifreyan characters in the like command room were both in War Games, and it is to imply that they are the same characters there as they were here. Mm-hmm. So they kill the Doctor and then send him off to meet himself. <laughs> um, this will make Dan happy. The viewing figures for the episode was 9.6, <laughs> 10.8, 8.8, and 11.9 for the last episode. That's quite a lot. Yeah. That is, I mean, That's in millions. The relationship between the Doctors was enjoyed so much <laughs> by Percy and Troughton that he went and did them offset at fan conventions. <laughs> and all three Doctors never appear in person in the show, they're always because one's on the screen, mm-hmm. and it is the first story to feature one and two in color. Um, and then you mentioned a bit about Hartnell's wife, and this is the only. This is the earliest story for one and two, that is saved on the original recording tape, like the original master tape, because all of the ones before that were scrapped and they were saved on a different form of I think it was the transmit tape they were saved on mm-hmm. but this is the only one on the master tape left in the BBC archives oh. and last bit the this story features a new console room as the old one got warped in storage and producer Barry Letts didn't like it the <laughs> old one that was 
He liked the new one, he didn't like the old one, so he wanted a new one. So at the end, when the TARDIS faded to the new one, was that like, I thought that the, the second Doctor's TARDIS control room had emerged, and then when he left it, it went again, but, do you know, like in um, Day of the Doctor did? When... Um, no, they, they didn't have his set anymore. So was it, just, was it just, was it just, a case would they both just Pertwee's? It was and just then... Pertwee's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Which is why we get the line of, oh, you've redecorated, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Along with the classic line by the bring it all three of them, I didn't know I was well off. And, and also... Someone says, here we go again as well, don't they? I don't... I can't remember that. I'm sure but I do yeah, know the bring... says, yeah oh. it was, um... It was Mamma Mia. Yeah. Fuck off. That's what me too um, to understand what you were, where you're going with. <laughs> there is also the bring a deer line of when the second Doctor can't find his recorder of, oh, if only I had my recorder or I could play the little something to pass the time and the Doctor's just, and the bring a deer's just like, oh, we must be thankful for small mercies then. <laughs> and he says... Everyone, he says, everyone really hates him playing it, don't Oh, they? it's when he says wonderful chaps, both of them, and then later on he says all of them. When it's, the, I think he says it in the Five Doctors as well. There's little bits that just keep coming mm-hmm. Back yeah, the some of them have stopped. Them, Brigadier is very sassy in this episode. He's great. Yeah, I do love Brigadier. Uh, my head cannon is that the Brigadier is a sassy gay man. <laughs> I'm joking. Great. I'm joking. What with his Glad you clarified you were joking there, Paul. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, no, your I friends, viewers. Yeah, do you, want, do you want, should we start wrapping up with <laughs> viewer thoughts? So, viewer fourth. Because uh, I only Just asked one person. Yeah. So my mate said, <clears throat> he said, I always... <clears throat> sorry. Dress for the occasion. Jesus Christ. My mate said, said, I always think about how exciting it must have been in 1973 watching this. Like, these are the doctor, the three Doctors. We'll never get that feeling again. So exciting. And I'd argue one of the most important stories in the show's history. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, also, Oh My God is unbelievably... And I agree with everything he said. Unbelievably what? Good. Good. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Ed. <laughs> oh, the bit where... Me, me mate that... Ed didn't tell me that it was filmed in Hartnell's back garden. Um, it was on the documentary on the Five Doctors Blu-ray. Where so he you said watched that he the filmed... documentary that came on the Five Doctors Blu-ray, but you still haven't watched the Five Doctors. No, not the Five Doctors. <laughs> the Three Doctors, oh, sorry. Okay. So, on the on the Blu-ray, there's the behind-the-sofa thing. And it had some writers from the previous show. So it had Pete McTeague and Joey Wilkinson. Some guy whose name I can't remember. I think it might have been Phil Collinson. Um, talking about it and wh- when you first see William Hartnell when he's outside he said that was filmed in his back garden because obviously he couldn't leave the house so they went to this house and filmed it and then the rest of the scenes were shot somewhere else Cause Ealing the... yeah Ealing but that, that one scene's from his back garden apparently Yeah, which is pretty cool w- William Hartnell's back garden's canon <laughs> not every day you get to say that uh, should we do the randomizer then? Yeah, that, what's that? We, just immediately pair up. Uh, no, we're talking about something. Oh, of course, yes, yes. What are we talking about next week? Do you want to introduce it? 
Um, yes. Top fives. Top yeah. five new right, so how do we want to... We, we'll discuss this after we... And yeah, it's all right. We can lay it down um, now. Uh, the plan it's is... It's not like there's any... The plan is you, you simply just get your, your five favourite. If you if you can't get them in a certain order, then fine. How are we going to say them, though? Like um, one, and we'll simply, one, just, two, go, five, we'll simply just go you. So we'll all do our five, then we'll all do our four, and then we'll all do our three. And we just do it like that. So it'll be you. I, mean, I think, I think if, like, if, our, if someone like has the same episode for five as someone has for three, don't like bring it up again the second time round. Yeah, we'll... Just, like, um, Oh, I've got that for three. Let's talk about this episode now. It'll be quite easy um, to keep on top of. Just make sure you've written yeah. them down and we can take them off. Um, so it's simply, we'll do a little honourable mentions bit as well. But that, that'll mm-hmm. be next week or maybe the week after, depending on what's Yes. Uh, Don't do an honourable mentions bit because there's every one of them. I'll just sit here and just start naming like a hundred episodes. Um, so we'll do that. That should be good. Um, That'll be a bit of fun. Nice change we'll, of do, we'll do another episode after that. And then, then. obviously, should we do the figure one the, the week after, or no? We'll do an episode in between, and then we can so. do the figure one. That sounds like a really good idea. I think. So are we gonna do like a topic and then a modern episode and then a topic and then a classic episode and then a topic. If we've got a topic, yeah, just see how it yeah. goes. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, we're all still alive. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. The uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. More episodes than I ever thought we would ever. I thought we'd probably make. do one and then give up. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so thanks for staying around. Who's who's doing the contact? How, okay. how can you contact us? Um, you can Email. Get in touch at Shabocast on most things, or Shabocast at gmail dot com because Dan. Um, you simply well, have to be on email. You simply have to be on email these days. I you simply I, predict, I, I predict that by twenty fifty, um at least forty percent of all business will be done on email. I um, tell you what, I predict so by... you, 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 you gotta get an error on that that technology. It's a new technology, it's um it's you can do so much on it. I predict what, what by mean? episode fifty we will have an email. <laughs> but um, that's wishful thinking. Follow us on Twitter at Shinksy underscore at Paul at Cameron. I got it. I got it. That one. I was the only Paul alive. Uh, I'll be in the description. Um, Doing bits everywhere, so you can find us through this. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening to both the YouTube version and the audio version, because both of them are doing better than I thought. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. See you in a bit. Ha <laughs> ha.